welcome to another episode of Keeping It Rail. While you listen to this podcast and think about the topics we'll explore, remember that the areas you're moving into are always most important. Always prepare for what you're about to do and always know what's happening while you're doing it. That's how you move to protect others and yourself. Now, from headquarters, here's our host, Jason Francis. Welcome to another episode of Keeping It Rail. Who do we got today, Travis? Today we have Corey James. He's one of our regional operations managers in the Phoenix area. How you doing, Corey? I'm doing great. How good you guys doing? Here. Good. Oh, thanks. Good. Happy to be here. Corey, what did you do before you came to rail? Before rail, uh, I had a career in retail that started uh, shortly after I got out of school in uh, 2000 and continued for about 15 years until I uh, decided to take a chance and leave retail, leave the world that I was used to and transfer some applicable skills into a different industry. Right on. How long ago was that? That was in 2015. What was it that drew you into rail? The culture of rail is is a thing that made me glad to be here once I was here. Um, it's, it's one of the things that keeps me here. And I had been advised by somebody very close to me that it would be a good idea for me to make an exit from retail and try something new. Right on. So when you first came to rail, what role did you start at? I started as a fleet manager. So how long were you a fleet manager? I was a fleet manager until 2021, at the end of 2021. So we don't need six, exact dates. Six so years. Six years. And then you moved up to the next platform, which would be a FOM. Yep. Um, I was a fleet operations manager for the greater part of last year and then made a transition into customer service and became a market owner in customer service. Um, okay. And then this opportunity presented itself. That was that was my next question. What exactly is a regional operations manager? The base of things is kind of like taking my previous two roles and combining them into one. So um, I have a group of fleet managers that I work with directly. Um, and then a group of customer service folks that I work with directly. So working in the in that space where I'm market owner as as you know in the customer service world, uh, that equivalent and then fleet operations manager equivalent uh, in the operations world, just combining those two together with some other responsibilities for um, you know on-site management and things like that. So what's going on over in Phoenix? What are we moving over in that area? Got some some projects going on. One at uh, the San Diego airport. The other one is at uh, UC Irvine Hospital. I have a good friend of mine that runs out of there, Gary LaFrance. 
Oh, he yeah. just he just absolutely loves hauling those RGN trailers is what he's he's always yeah. bragging about it. He goes on Facebook and posts all these pictures of you know <laughs> <laughs> it does I gotta admit it does look really cool, but uh I don't think that's for me. <laughs> <laughs> so do you have so do you have anything to do with the other fleets as well? I know Reefer has some accounts down there, not a whole lot, but I know they have that Arizona cheese down there. I'm on the Reefer team. I'm 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 pushing for more Reefer freight going that way. So gotcha. <laughs> he's trying to work his way over to Phoenix. That's all he's yeah. trying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna be a snowbird and come down there and work during the winter if that's all right with you. <laughs> hey, we got some we got some flexibility. We may be able to fit you in. Right on, man. Um, Well, nothing really directly with other divisions per se. Um, Probably will be doing a little bit of partnering partnering with the Van Group. Right on. So why don't we get to know Corey James as a person, man? Uh, When Travis said we were interviewing Corey James, of course, the first thing I thought of was the All-American TV show. You know, I was like, isn't that Corey James? No. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, it's funny because I love that show. And, um, you know, I was joking around with uh, with my sister. I'm like, you know, this is the the only show that I think I've or movie or anything that I've ever heard someone with my first and last name. Mm -hmm. I'm like, that is crazy. So, yeah. Yeah, I watched. I've watched almost all of that. I know a new season came out, and I'm I haven't started it yet. But I love that show. It's really good. Yes. I don't even I don't even like sports, and I'm all into that one. So <laughs> definitely, definitely, my daughter, one of my daughters, is uh is really into that show as well. So we right watch together, do our own little episode reviews and things. So yeah, good stuff. What do you do when you're not working? not working what's that (laughs) you gotta have some off time you know are you kidding um you know what i love i love movies and music love to you know spend time with my family um you know a little bit different now that uh i've relocated so just kind of planting my flag out here and you know leaving myself the option to to meet new people and and that kind of thing as well but family will be out to visit and i'll be you know, getting back and forth um, to the Midwest and things like that as well. So um, just interested in in kind of seeing things and, and, and getting out there. I want to see the Grand Canyon since I'm out here. Just down the road, you got Tombstone, Arizona right down there. Totally awesome for a day trip. Phoenix has the National Instrument Museum. I went there last year. Me and my wife went on vacation down to Phoenix. We have friends and family down there. We went to the National Instrument Museum. You could spend an entire day there just looking at all the stuff. Uh, <laughs> we we planned it as an afterthought. We went to the Heard Museum in the morning, which is a Native American museum, right? And then we went to the Instrument Museum afterwards. Me being a musician, of course, I had to see that. I wish that we had planned an entire day for it, though. It was it was it was absolutely amazing. <laughs> I'll have to put that on my list. That uh, mountain right behind you there, that South Mountain there, that's a really nice drive, too. You don't even have to be all that adventurous. Just drive on up to the top and take a look around. <laughs> I'm definitely game for that. I will, uh, every everything, you know, I, I talk about, um, you know, the transition and, and things being different out here versus uh, in the Midwest. And so, you know, I'm born and raised in Chicago, so 
there's a you know there's an interstate that runs right through Chicago and driving down the interstate you know you're looking and you see um skyscrapers in the distance right and so here the difference is you you can look in the distance off of the interstate and you see mountains and it's hot air and hot air balloons every morning so beautiful um it's one of my favorite things actually yeah uh about being out here is seeing the mountains all right guys let's make a right turn here Corey. Talk to our teammates who are listening right now. Whatever you want to say. You know, the market is tough right now. We're poised to make it through the tough market and and to continue to to produce as we have. We're putting things in place to make sure that we're keeping drivers moving as much as possible. We are, you know, we still got the same core group of, of fleet management teammates that are out there, you know, fighting for the for the driving teammates every day and advocating for them every day. Customer service group is is doing their best to maintain and build relationships. Um, you know, we just need them to to continue to keep their focus, you know, stay committed to the level of service that that we've committed to provide to our customers. And, you know, we'll continue to see good things come from that. Yeah. Do that good service, perform that good service. So we can keep those customers happy, do it safely. So we can keep our ISS score low. So we're not getting pulled over and inspected so much, which is, which is, which is what drivers will experience here, right? Less inspections because of our low, our low scores and our good safety performances. Definitely. Another good reason for, uh, for a driver to come in and stay. Right on. So, Feel free to use your imagination, but where do you see the future of trucking going? I mean, go ahead, stretch out on a limb, man. Trucks that are out there um, with the potential to move without a driver operating them, you know, and things, you know, when you see things like that, it's like, wow, it really just makes you wonder where, uh, where the industry is going. One thing the industry's not gonna do is go away because the, you know, at the end of the day, product has to get to to where it needs to go and that could be anything from you know food products to retail building materials all of those things need to get places where you can simply not take a boat train or plane they have to be driven in and you can't do that with anything but a truck so taking that product cross country into a, a, a neighborhood or to a retail store location all those things are going to be um, job sites and such. All those things are going to still going to be a requirement. We will still need it. Um, so we are a needed, required industry. What the face of that looks like over the course of the next 10, 15, 20 years, tough to say. Uh, there's many things out, that are being tried out there in terms of technology and, and different things like that that may change things slightly. but at the end of the day, just know that as the industry continues to stay, there will always be a place where we're going to be needed. If for some reason we might have trucks out there operating without drivers at some point, um, there's there's going it's going to create some kind of need for other positions um, that may require people to be in and truck driving experience have you know how many drivers have come into the office um to work in different 
departments and use their knowledge and experience yeah. um, to to impact another part of the business other than being on their front line. So, you know, there's still a place uh, for people who have driving experience in the industry. Yeah. It's like, it's that the importance of keeping the people and the human uh, in the equation, right? And absolutely having that whole internet of things and web three and AI and all that as an extension of us and just a, a way for us to alleviate, you know, some of the stresses maybe and just make our, what we do easier. And it allows us to get away from computers a little bit and be more human. Corey, do you have anything else that you want to say to our listeners, either driver supporters or drivers out there? You know what? I really would just like to say thank you um, to everybody who is is trying to contribute to, you know, keeping us moving forward in the market that we're in right now. Um, you know, understanding that the importance of what we do as a company, um, the importance of our industry and and, you know, really driving things forward, but um, nothing else other than that. Um, just very appreciative of, of what everybody's out here doing every day, because I know there's a lot of folks out here really doing their best on a daily basis to, to work together and, and just keep us going and keep us successful as a company. Yeah. Move that freight, keep the people who own the freight happy. And uh, yeah, just move the country and build and help build and all that good stuff, right? Yeah, you know, we talk um, a lot of flatbed about the value triangle. And that's, you know, on one side of the triangle, you have a customer, one side you have the driver, one side you have the bottom line. All three things important to, to keeping the company afloat and moving forward. Can't let one become too much more important than the other. But at the same time, we realize there are times where, you know, one will be over leveraged versus another, um, just keeping it fair and keeping it even, generally speaking, and that's going to keep us successful. It's quite the balancing act. Absolutely. Daily basis. And I think we do it well just because of our values and because the organization sees people as people, not numbers and, you know. Absolutely. Absolutely. The fact that, you know, even acknowledging or having the 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 awareness to to know that those three things are in need of balance is a a great platform to jump from. And then managing that daily is is what definitely drives us forward. Well, we ready to wrap this up, Travis? I think so. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of Keeping It Rail. The shiny side up and the dirty side down. Y'all be safe out there. It was really nice meeting you, Corey. Yes, thanks for being here, Corey. Well. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it.